0: This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: That is drilled to deep center field and is going to carry for a home run. Puts it over the wall and straightaway center.
0: Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward by Intermountain Healthcare, Proud partner and official medical provider of BYU Athletics. Because health has no off-season. Also by doTERRA. doTERRA, proud sponsor of BYU Baseball. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Cougar Baseball fans, and welcome once again back inside Patterson Baseball Complex and Coach Steve Hertzfield in Spokane, Washington, as tonight... BYU looks to bounce back from a rough night last night and square their weekend series with WCC leading Gonzaga. I'm Greg Grubel with your play-by-play tonight, sitting alongside my broadcast partner and BYU Baseball Operations Director, Tuckett Slade. And before we get this one underway, we catch up with BYU head coach Mike Littlewood in our pregame interview presented by doTERRA, proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. And uh, with Coach Littlewood tonight, coaching his 200th, WCC game. We talked about to what it takes to take down the best team in the WCC so far this season.
2: Gonzaga is probably the best hitting team one through nine that we've seen so far. They're just really tough outs, which doesn't surprise us. I mean, they have six or seven seniors in their lineup and guys who have just played together for for three or four or five years, and and that just it creates a tough lineup, a cohesive lineup. Um, but we just need to make pitches. I think Easton Walker showed that when we make pitches, you know, we can get them out. I think he gave up on just a, um, a little bit of an unlucky home run. Wind's blowing in from right. And then all of a sudden it turns to left or turns yeah. out to right for like a half an hour and, and we caught it wrong. But, um, and then we just need to make a couple plays. I mean, some simple plays and, and it got out of hand because we didn't want to really use many, many pitchers. And so tonight's a different night. We have our full, full staff, um, and especially looking at tomorrow with some rain coming in, I'm going to throw every single person we we possibly can to try to win this game. And everybody's on a short leash. And to me, this is a you know to me this is a must win for for a lot of reasons. Not just to win the game, but confidence development, um, learning how to win with the, with these young guys. And so it's, a, it's an important game tonight. And a bit of a lineup shakeup for you, some new faces
1: in your batting order.
2: We do. I'm happy for uh, Bittner Workman, who I put him in last night. and He put together what I thought was a really good at bat for his first college at bat. So he gets his. First start, um, uh, moving Peyton Cole over to third base, and you know, uh, and then the other change is Ryan Sapieti is going to start, who hasn't traveled with us a whole lot, just kind of worked hard at practice and and kept his head down and and done the things that he's needed to do. Um, off the field and so I'm going to give him a chance and just see if we can put something together tonight and then change behind the plate as well yeah Chase Taylor's going to go behind I like Chase's leadership Um, I like his energy and at at this point that's what we're looking for you know it's um, we call it dragging your blanket around the field Um, you know we don't we don't need guys in the lineup who are doing that we just want guys who are energy givers and not energy takers and that's what we're looking for as a as a team right now all right Mike good luck thanks for the preview we'll talk to you post game all right thanks Greg
1: And that is BYU head coach Mike Littlewood tonight. Time now for tonight's starting lineups, courtesy of Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over- 30 years and here's the lineup for BYU and again as noted a bit of a shake-up Meeting off for BYU playing center field number six Mitch McIntyre hitting second playing third base number 23 Peyton Cole playing right field and hitting third number 22 Cole Gamble he's okay after rolling his ankle last night near the right field wall hitting cleanup. the first baseman number 45 Freddie Atchikar. so BYU starts four left-handed batters in the first four spots in the batting order Hitting fifth, the DH, number 27, Ryan Sapedi getting his first season start tonight. The left fielder, number 10, Hayden Latham, hits sixth. Hitting seventh, the shortstop, number two, Brock Watkins. Chase Taylor gets his first start of the season behind the plate. He wears number 44 and hits eighth. And the number nine hitter is the freshman, the second baseman, Bittner Workman, getting his first collegiate start tonight for BYU. On the hill for the Cougs, number 21, the right-hander, Jack Sterner. For Gonzaga. Leading off and playing shortstop, number 15, Ernie Yake. Hitting second, playing center field, number 5, Guthrie Morrison. Hitting third, the third baseman, number 30, Brett Harris. Hitting cleanup, number 25, Tyler Rando, the catcher. Hitting fifth, number 41, Andrew Orzel, playing first base. Hitting sixth, number 16, Mason Narenko, the second baseman. Hitting seventh, number 24, Jack Mactoff, the left fielder. Right fielder hits eighth, number six, Grayson Sterling. And the number 9 hitter, the DH, number 22, Tyler Stone. Starting pitcher for the Zags is Gabriel Hughes, and he's on the hill as Mitch McIntyre digs in to lead this one off here in Spokane. Friday night baseball, fans in the stands. Tuck, here we go.
3: Yeah, excited for tonight's game. Yesterday's
1: over with, new day today, excited. 6'4", 220-pound right-handed hurler, Gabriel Hughes, kicks and fires and comes inside on Mitch for ball one to begin this one. Gabriel Hughes is a name we called last night a few times because he was the DH for the Zags.
3: Yeah, two-way guy that uh, I tell you on the mound, he's impressive. Big, tall kid that can get all the way up to 96 miles an hour.
1: The 1-0. It's fouled back to the screen by Mitch. Mitch last night to 0 for 4 with two Ks, and Ks were the order of the day for Gonzaga. 13 strikeouts, 12 from Alec Jacob, and one from Jacob Rutherford to close things out in the ninth. Yeah, it was a tough, tough night last night offensively. 12-1 12-1 score in the Zags' favor. The 1-1. Again, fouled back to the backstop. It'll be one ball and two strikes to BYU's leadoff hitter, Mitch McIntyre. Mitch playing center field.
3: Beautiful night for some baseball today.
1: We'll talk a bit about what the forecast for tomorrow looks like and what that might mean. And that's ripped, and it's a one-hopper. Well handled by the shortstop. And the fire from Ernie Yake to, Mesa, to uh, Andrew Orzell. And one is out here in the top of the first. And that was just lit- a short one-hop to the shortstop. A yeah. little liner that skipped off the dirt with Yake playing a little bit back in the infield. And he fired the first to get one out. Bringing to the plate, number 23, Peyton Cole. Again, a second of four straight left-handed bats for Mike Littlewood in tonight's lineup. The third baseman, Cole, scored BYU's lone run last night. That's strike one from Gabriel Hughes. Peyton steps out and back in. Waves the bat over his left shoulder and awaits the 0-1. is high for ball one. Gonzaga in the cream uniforms tonight. Cream jersey and pants, navy caps. And the script Gonzaga in block letters in red arched across the chest. Peyton Cole. Swings through strike two, one ball, two strikes to the number two hitter Peyton Cole, BYU tonight in the all gray uniforms, navy caps, and block Cougars in a straight line across the chest. The one two, Hughes works briskly. That's fouled out of play down the third base line. Count will stay one ball and two strikes. Well, Hughes is a fastball slider guy. He wants to attack you with the fastball and then try to put you away with that slider when he gets ahead. Hughes kicks and fires, and Peyton lays off. Crowd ready to applaud a strikeout. Not so, says home plate umpire Kirk Strubel. Timothy Vesey at first, and Brian Herzog at third are the arbiters tonight. Two balls, two strikes, and one out here in the top of the first. BYU and Gonzaga. Wind blowing out to left, which is traditional in this park. And again, lace back foul to the top of the screen. Usually blows out to left, except when it switches for a half hour last night and goes out to right, and a pop fly becomes a home run, a three-run home run that changed the game, Tuckett. Yeah, it
3: was a big home run last night, and and everybody in the dugout saying, ah, Cole, throw him out at the routine pop fly
1: that snuck out of here. And again, fouled back. So the Cougars fighting off early here, and it stays two balls, two strikes, one out, top one. Gonzaga leads the West Coast Conference at 12-4. and A two-game lead now over Portland, which lost earlier today. At San Francisco, 5-0. Hughes, wind-up delivery. Chopper to first base. Orzel will handle and step on the bag himself, and two are gone here in the top of the first inning. It'll bring to the plate number 22, Cole Gamble. We had a bit of a scare with Cole last night. He ran back to the right field wall, and, and a ball popped out of his glove as he collided with the wall. Then he was down for quite a while. It turned out to be an ankle sprain, and he's recovered okay today, and Gets another start for Coach Mike Littlewood. So Cole, the third straight left-handed bat, will step in. The right fielder tonight, Cole Gamble. The Lone Peak High School product. Two gone here in the top of the first. And Hughes pipes in strike one as Cole Gamble. Watches the first delivery. The lanky righty, Gabriel Hughes. He's more sturdy than he is lanky. He's tall, but he's, he's 220. Big, strong kid that's two strikes from Gabriel Hughes. Well, Hughes has 62 strikeouts coming into today. Yeah, averaging 1.13 Ks per innings pitched. The 0-2. Cole gives it a rip. And another foul ball back out of play. It's the fifth or sixth foul we've seen out of play here in the top of the first. Yeah, already you can tell
3: that the, their, the approach offensively is so much better than last night. On pitches, Fallon pitches off, uh, hit two balls hard into the infield to start this day.
1: An aggressive approach at the plate. That's ball one, one and two. Two out. Here in the top of the first, Jack Sterner is listed at 6'5, 240. Two big guys going at each other today. <laughs> the one two from Hughes. And that's chopped to third, backhanded and misfire. That's an error on the third baseman. That'll be a single to left. Well, error or single? I think it, you call it one an on error. He seemed to have it lined up and then backhanded it off his glove. Yeah, he has I Brett sh- Harris he, he's
3: shading over there, and they're going to give that an error.
1: So second error of the season for the third baseman Brett Harris as he tried to backhand the grounder to third and misjudged the hop and it bounced off his glove and into left field. So it's a two-out reach for Cole Gamble. So e five. Empty count and two out, and Freddie Achikar, BYU first baseman, steps in. The fourth straight left-handed bat against the right-hander Gabriel Hughes. Mitch McIntyre grounded out. Cole Peyton Cole grounded out, and then Cole Gamble reached on an e5. And Freddie watches ball two. So, first time we've seen a two and zero count from Gabriel Hughes here in the top of the first inning. I'll be on time here, Freddie.
3: Get a fastball and hammer a gap here and see if Cole, Cole can score from
1: first. Cole Gamble takes his lead from first base. The 2-0 and o count. With two out, we're in the top of the first inning. Glance back from Hughes to first base. From the stretch, Hughes comes set, fires in, and that's three straight balls from Hughes. Last night, when the Cougars were getting base runners, it was more often with, with two outs. And they've done so here to start this one.
3: Done it again. I mean, that, that's got to have been the calling card of the season, right? Is that uh, we're a really good two out team
1: when nobody's on base. Freddie rests the bat on his left shoulder, pumps the left elbow, and awaits the 3 0. And that's a take for strike one. Yeah, good take there. Fastball
3: running away, borderline pitch.
1: They have him shifted over as well.
3: Third baseman is playing into the six hole. There is a huge, huge hole. Right down the third baseline for the left fielder and the third baseman.
1: See if Freddie goes oppo here and swings through for strike two. So from three and zero oh to three and two with two gone, the full count with Cole Gamble at first base here in the top of the first inning. Freddie Atchikar, a three for his last 32 drought. Oh for two last night with a K. Hughes comes set. Dips his chin, raises his head, and gets a strikeout. A swinging K from Freddie to end the first inning. For BYU, no runs, no hits. There was one error, and one was left on. We go to the bottom of the first. Gonzaga 0, BYU 0. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: We head to the bottom of the first inning in a scoreless game. First batter for the Zags tonight is the shortstop, number 15, Ernie Yake, facing Jack Sterner. Sterner is 0-1 on the year, but BYU on the year is 6-3 when Jack starts games. So he's the one regular starter that has a winning team record when he starts games. We'll see if that holds true tonight. The right-hander, Sterner, kicks and fires and gets the top of the zone for strike one. On Ernie Yake. Yake last night, six plate appearances, one for six with a run scored. Left six on base, but... He did reach base for an 18th consecutive game. Mm, Didn't get the call there. The 0-1 becomes 1-1. So Jack Sterner's on the hill. I listed him a moment ago at 6'5", 240. There's another listing at 6'5", 225. And, Tuckett, you think that's a little closer to where Jack is right now? that's where it's at. Oh, and got Yake guessing and getting out in front of the third pitch of the at-bat. Goes to one ball and two strikes. So the 1-2 from Sterner to Yake. Mm. All two. So two and two, none out here in the bottom of the first. The Cougs 12 and 21. The Zags 24 and 13 in league. 12 and 4 for Gonzaga. Six and seven for the Cougs. That's a swinging strikeout. So Good the first pitch. batter that Jack Sterner faces, he whiffs. And that'll be one out here in the top, bottom of the first inning. Well, Jack Sterner's first strikeout. That's a
3: tall tall order there for Jack because that's only his 11th strikeout and 122 at bats. So. He he doesn't strike out much.
1: Averaging less than a strikeout per inning, but he has a strikeout here in the first inning. We'll bring to the plate the center fielder, Guthrie Morrison. Morrison hitting righty, and that's strike one. Swings through that one.
3: Well, Jack's got good stuff. Up to 95, good 12-6 curveball. Starting to try to get more confident in that slider and a good changeup.
1: That's called strike. So the 0-2 as Sterner gets to work ahead of Guthrie Morrison. Ernie Yake, the leadoff hitter, hits lefty. And Morrison is the first in a string of righties. Well, see another left-hander, I think, until the number nine hitter for Gonzaga. The 0-2 from Jack. Went outside with it. High and outside for ball one. One ball. Two strikes to Guthrie Morrison. Morrison, a three-for-five night last night against BYU. And he scored three times. The Zags as a team scored 12 runs. 12-1 your final last night. New night tonight. The wind blowing out to left as the 1-2 comes and a swinging strikeout. Drop third strike and Chase Taylor will throw to first and make sure on Morrison. So back-to-back strikeouts to begin the game for Jack Sterner.
3: Yeah, really good changeup right there by Jack. If he can get that pitch going, it's the equalizer because he's got a really good fastball. It's for in his starts when he throws a secondary or a third pitch for a strike
1: is when he's had really good starts. Number three hitter, number 30, Brett Harris, the third baseman, right-handed hitter for the Zags. He's on a 10-game hit streak, reached number 10 last night. And Jack delivers outside for ball one. Away from the right-handed hitter. And whenever Brett Harris comes to the plate, we've got to mention his hit-by-pitch number. Got up to 18 last night. Harris lifts that, kind of nubs it to center field. Uh, shallow enough. Hey, nicely done. That Bittner Workman gets his first put out as a BYU Cougar. And so backpedaling is Workman at second base in the pop-up as he fished at Harris. And that's three out here in the bottom of the first. We go to the second. And BYU and Gonzaga tied at zero. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was no one left on. Top two coming up. BYU zero, Gonzaga zero. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Top of the second here in Spokane, getting his first start of the season. D.H. Ryan Sapedi is in the box. And on a 1-0 offering, swings through. Strike one, one and one from Gabriel Hughes, the Zag starter to Ryan Sapedi Cepedi came in as a pinch hitter last night and struck out on his lone plate appearance. Hits now in the top of the second in a 0-0 ball game. Hughes delivers high for ball two. Two ball, one strike to Ryan Sapedi Yeah, and he's a big, strong kid. Has the power. Fought a little injury this fall that he had surgery last year. Outside corner for strike two. Even count with no one out here in the top of the second BYU baseball. Brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA proud to sponsor the BYU baseball team. It's a strikeout. Ryan Sapedi swings through the offering from Gabriel Hughes and for Hughes that's two strikeouts Jack Sterner had two K's in the bottom of the first inning so that's back to back strikeouts as well Freddie Achikar ended the first inning for BYU with a swinging K and that's Ryan Sapiti with a frontwards K to begin the second Hayden Latham today's left fielder steps in Outside from ball for ball one from Hughes and uh, Latham was busy last night. Four putouts for Hayden in left field, including one really nice play crashing into the wall in left.
3: Yeah, that was a really impressive, impressive play that he had in left center, saving a double.
1: Mm. Gas from Hughes and a swing and a miss from Latham. So one ball, one strike, one out. Top two here at Patterson Baseball Complex and Coach Steve Hertz Field. As Hughes working quickly, kicks and fires and delivers ball two. And we mentioned last night, we'll say again, that Coach Steve Hertz, the man with his name on the field, works for the Gonzaga radio crew just to our left, providing color commentary for Tom Hudson. Hmm. Did he held back? He did. Hayden Latham held back as the barrel came off his shoulder. They checked at first base, but it'll go to three balls and one strike. Well, we're going to lay off his high fastball. The two strikeouts he's had
3: so far in this game in the first two innings are on high fastballs. Three balls,
1: one strike. Three balls, two strikes. The swing from Hayden Latham. And right now he is just attacking with his fastball. Wish we had a number on that yeah. because it, it looks pretty fast. <laughs>
3: yeah, 92-94 right now.
1: Oh, and a check swing lined to the second baseman Mason Marenko so an excuse me out for out number two here in the top of the second so the soft liner to Marenko Marenko the big blast last night first home run of the season for Marenko was a three-run shot it broke open a close game and then the waters were released soon thereafter Gonzaga won at 12 to 1 largest margin of defeat for BYU this season Ball one from Gabriel Hughes to the number seven hitter, but third hitter of this inning, the shortstop, Brock Watkins. Right-hand hitting Brock Watkins against the righty thrower, Hughes. And Hughes doesn't waste a lot of time on the mound, does he?
3: No, he doesn't. He gets the ball and wants to go right away. Goes with strike one. You love that defensively. You just, it's a good tempo. You're out there. You're ready. You don't have to wait around. Nothing worse than a pitcher that takes too long. You want him to work quick and go get him.
1: Yeah, you can throw the clock away with Gabriel Hughes. And that's a swinging strike, strike two. So Hughes has uh, Watkins a little bit where he wants him right here. One ball, two strikes, and two out, top two. Hughes already working on a 2 strike out evening. We're here in the top of the second of a scoreless game, BYU and Gonzaga. Greg Grubel and Tuckett Slade, your commentary duo here in Spokane. That's hit the center, but just moving a couple of steps forward. Is Guthrie Morrison to make the catch? And the Cougars are three up, three down in the top of the second. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Bottom two coming up. Zags and Cougs tied at zero on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: First hitter in the bottom of the second inning is Tyler Rando, Gonzaga's catcher. And Jack Sterner delivers ball one to open the at-bat for Rando. Rando, two RBIs last night. Right-handed hitting Rando. Jack kicks and fires and gets the top part of the zone for strike one. One ball, one strike to Rando. And the wind's softening right now. The flag in right field is hanging more or less limp on the pole. A swing, it'll drop into right field, it'll be a gapper. Cut off well by Gamble, but a bobble on the cutoff. And it'll give a second base to Rando. He'll hold at second. So Cole Gamble backhanded the cutoff in the right, center right gap, but it bounced off his glove and allowed Rando to safely trot into second. Would have been an interesting situation had Gamble fielded it cleanly because you figured Rando was going to definitely go for two, and with the arm Cole has. And six assists on the year. There might have been something going on there, but that last little bobble allows Rando to reach. Will they call it a double or a single with an error? How do you feel that?
3: I mean, it should be a single with an error because he, with that arm and how shallow he would have been, there's no way he would have been able to get to second. But obviously, they're not putting the error on the board, so they've
1: given that a double. Yeah, they've scored it right now as a double to right center for Tyler Rando. So a leadoff double, leadoff stand-up double for Gonzaga here in the second.
3: And, and, and Cole had to fully reach to try to knock that down, so can see what they're saying that uh, you know it wasn't a normal
1: play there to to keep in front so double to the gap in right center puts rando on second andrew orzel with no one out and ball one from jack sterner orzel is on an 11 game hit streak so two players tonight for gonzaga coming in on double digit hit streaks harris at 10 and orzel at 11 and he's reached base in 27 consecutive games as Andrew Orzel. Two hits last night. Jack glances back to the runner at second. Rando comes plateward. And throws strike one. One and one. The count with no one out here in the top of the second inning. Gonzaga Bulldogs sitting around 290 on the year. And BYU shade over 210 right now. There's a large gap in the offensive productivity about midway through the West Coast Conference season. Sterner looks back and fires, bounces it to Chase Taylor. Taylor does a nice job keeping in front of him and keeping Rando at second base. So Chase Taylor getting his first start of the season behind the plate and jumping out of his crouch to keep that ball in play. Taylor will look to the dugout, get his call, and relay it now to Jack Sterner. Jack Sterner leads BYU in starts, making his 10th tonight the 2-1 chopper foul down the third baseline it will roll past the Gonzaga logo to third base coach Trent Pratt last week you would have seen Trent Pratt at first and Mike Littlewood at third but Littlewood continues Coach Littlewood continues in the dugout with Trent Pratt going to third and Brent Herring coaching first
3: yeah just trying to switch it up a little bit maybe spark the offense
1: how about Coach Littlewood coaching his 200th WCC game tonight wow that is impressive
3: crazy how quickly it goes by
1: In his ninth season as the dugout boss for BYU. A reach out. Grounder to second. Handled by Workman. Fires to Freddie. Will advance the runner to third. So one out. And the first run of the game is 90 feet away in sack fly territory for Gonzaga. One out now. Here in the bottom of the second inning. So the ground out. 4-3 by Orzel. Orzel. We'll advance Rando to third and bring up Mason Marenko. Well,
3: that's just a fastball away. Really good pitch by Jack. But why Kinzaga is such a good offense, Greg, is because what did he do there? He just stuck his bat out, hit a ground ball to second, and advanced the runner. Did exactly what you want. He's a, it's an
1: absolutely great team at bat. Just reached out and put it to the right side of the field, advancing Rando to third. And that's a fly to right gamble makes the catch on the run Here quickly wheels and fires the throw home and will skip to the catcher taylor but up the line allowing Rand- uh, Mare- uh, rando to score from third so it's a sacrifice play for mason Morenko. so marenko with a liner to right and cole gamble on the run makes the catch on the fly a pirouette and the throw home but it was up the third base line and rando comes in with the first run of the game for gonzaga one nothing zags two out now in the bottom of the second
3: but yeah, and he wasn't able to get behind that because he was going to his left towards the foul territory to catch that ball. Then had, like you said, pirouette and spin to the plate. It's a tough play to make. You know, and the ball was just barely up the line. Had it been about a foot closer, would have had a chance to get him out at the plate there.
1: It's left fielder Jack Maktoff sees the first pitch to him and lines it to center field. Handled by Mitch McIntyre. And proves out of the inning, but the Zags score the first run of the game. So for Gonzaga, one run on one hit. There were no errors, and no one left on base. Gonzaga 1, BYU 0, heading to the top of the third on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Top of the third, and Chase Taylor steps into the batter's box, hitting righty against the righty thrower for Gonzaga, Gabriel Hughes. And Hughes goes high for ball one. Zags 1, BYU 0, In the top of the third. And Chase Taylor fouls the second pitch he sees back over the roof here at Patterson Baseball Complex. So Gonzaga in the second inning, leadoff double. Ground out advances the runner. Sack fly brings him home. And that's it. One zip, zags. Perfect team baseball right there. The kick and fire and outside edge for strike two. One ball, two strikes. So a ball to begin the at bat. And a foul back and a called strike now Chase has some work to do to stay in the at-bat with Hughes. Only his fourth at-bat of the season. The reach-out and a line-out to the first baseman, Andrew Orzel. So a soft liner, and one is gone here in the top of the third inning. Again, just the fourth at-bat. Chase Taylor looking for his first hit of the season. He was 0-3 in three games played coming in two tonight. Saw one at-bat as a replacement for Josh Cowden last night. Went 0-1.
3: Well, I'm excited for Chase getting his first start today, too, in his career. Just constantly works hard. Great teammate. Guys love him.
1: We'll keep that theme going as Bittner-Workman gets his first start of the season and first start as a collegiate player. Jersey number 14, the number nine hitter, the switch hitter, the second baseman, Bittner-Workman. A ninth-inning pitch hit appearance last night. Grounded out to the pitcher to end the game. Swung at the first pitch he saw. Let's that one pass by for ball one. So one and one. One gone, top three. Zags one, BYU zero. Bittner Workman from Queen Creek, Arizona. Hitting lefty right now against the right-hander, Gabriel Hughes. But I think Bittner's the only guy we list as a switch hitter on this roster. Does that sound right? That is correct. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: So Workman will step out. As a new ball is handed from the home plate umpire, Kirk Strubel, to Gabriel Hughes. Hughes with two Ks, one in each inning so far. One out here in the top of the third. And Workman watches ball two. So the count even with one gone. Three new faces in the starting lineup for Mike Littlewood tonight. Cipedi at DH, Taylor at catcher, and Workman at second base. Grounder to the first baseman. Underhand scoop. Oh, he's safe. He's safe. He's safe. He beat it out. And they called it out. So taking his time on the play was the first baseman, Andrew Orzel, handled the grounder. A casual underhand scoop to Gabriel Hughes. Hughes steps on first at the same time Bittner-Workman did. And the first base umpire, uh, first base umpire Timothy Vesey, called him out. It uh, was a bang he, bang play at first. Yeah, the
3: replay shows that he beat it too.
1: He, the umpire got fooled because Bittner was so fast down the line. And so two are out, and strike one to the top of the order, Mitch McIntyre. So the three one ground out on a play that Workman appeared to have beaten to the bag. So two out for BYU in the top of the third, and a bad break against BYU in a one run game. Zags won BYU zero, and the count even 1 1 with two out to Mitch McIntyre.
3: That's one of those ones where uh, Gabriel Hughes was just kind of nonchalant off the bag thinking that it was going to be easy
1: yeah. 1-3, uh, 3-1 put out, but uh, umpire got uh, got fooled on that one. It was a pretty casual play, and Bittner was hustling down the line and could have easily had an infield single. Left center gap for Mitch McIntyre. Another double for Mitch. He's at second base with a two-out double. So Mitch McIntyre rips it to the gap in left center. And the Cougs have something going again with two outs. And why is that a big deal? The yeah. umpire
3: missed the call at first. That double most likely with bigger speed, workman. he'll score, and it'd be a tied game. And so it's little things like that. You know, the umpire missed the missed the call at first. Mitch hits a two-out double, which would have tied the game. But uh, that's just the way things go. you, you got to make your own break sometimes, and uh, oh, that's frustrating.
1: Double but, number nine on the year for Mitch to lead BYU. He was tied with Andrew Pintar with eight doubles apiece till tonight. Pintar missing this one again. Back-to-back misses for Pintar. Now Mack is at second. Peyton Cole lifts it to left and short left. The shortstop goes back and catches that pop to short left field. And Mitch McIntyre stranded at second base. So we go to the bottom of the third for BYU. No runs, one hit, no errors. And Mitch left at second. We go to the bottom of the third. Zags, one Cougs, nothing on the BYU Sports Network.
0: For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Gonzaga right fielder Grayson Sterling is the first batter in the bottom of the third inning. Gonzaga one, BYU no score, and ball one from Jack Sterner to Sterling. The windup and delivery from Sterner, swung on and foul, back to the screen. One ball, one strike. Sterling, one for two last night with a run on an RBI courtesy of a home run. Solo shot for Sterling last night. Three-run home run. The big blast for the Zags. And that's shot fouled on the first baseline. So with two home runs last night, the Zags now improved to a 4-0 on the year. And they hit two or more dingers, and two was the number last night in a 12-1 game. Twelve runs tie the most allowed by BYU. Texas also had 12 very early in the season. Jack Sterner kicks and fires, and that'll be high and just a shade high for ball two. So two balls and two strikes to the leadoff hitter here in the third, Grayson Sterling.
3: Yeah, just tried to get him to chase that, just barely missed away.
1: Foul back over the roof here at Patterson Baseball Complex. The count will stay two and two. to right sharp hit between first and second and Cole Gamble comes up with it, fires in to keep Grayson Sterling at first base but it's a leadoff single to right for the Zags they let off the second inning with a double that runner came around to score the lone run of this game and now Sterling has a leadoff single, bringing up the DH Tyler Stone, Stone came in as a pinch hitter last night and struck out in his lone plate appearance, the second left handed bat in the lineup Just a second, they bat left with the leadoff and the number nine hitter in tonight's lineup. Runner on first is Sterling. High for ball one from Jack Sterner. On the bottom of the third, Gonzaga one and BYU no score.
3: Get your ground ball right here, Jack.
1: The 1-0 from Sterner. Chopper. Slow enough. They can't get two, but handled by the third baseman Cole. Fires to Freddie at first, and the runner is advanced as Stone is thrown out on the slow grounder. Just not enough on that. A little faster, and you have, a, you have a double play chance.
3: Yeah, just it's just off the end of the bat, nubbed in the six hole. Peyton did a good job of going to cutting that off, but he could have tried to go to second and got the force out, but... It would have been so close that you need to get an out there, and so he did a good job of setting his feet and throwing a good strike to first for the first out.
1: So 5-3 ground out. Going to second on the play is Sterling. So runner in scoring position, one out here in the bottom of the third. The leadoff hitter Ernie Yake steps in. So back-to-back left-handed hitters as they make the turn in the order, and that's ball one from Sterner with Sterling at second. Yake with runners in scoring position hitting near 400 this year, 393. And the runner in scoring position is Grayson Sterling. A glance back from Sterner, and that's ball two to Yake. So the leadoff hitter Yake will step out of the box, look back to his dugout, and await the 2-0 offering from BYU's starter tonight, the right-hander Jack Sterner. Both teams have a TBA on the starter for tomorrow right now. He's coming in two today. That was the situation. 2-0 with one out. You're in the bottom of the third. And that's lined, but about five yards foul down the first baseline. The dimensions here at Patterson Baseball Complex. 3.28 in the corners. 3.70 in the alleys. And 400 to straightaway center.
3: Yeah, just out in front of a changeup right there. Hit it foul down the line.
1: Two balls, one strike. To the shortstop, Ernie Yake. Sterling at second. High and away for ball three. And so Yake is a one ball away from extending his reached safely streak to 19 consecutive games. See what Jack can do here on a 3-1 with one out here in the bottom of the third. Gonzaga one, BYU no score.
3: You got to attack here, but you can't, you can't just throw a cookie down the middle because he's such a good hitter.
1: That's fouled. Giving Chase his Cole, but it's going to get into the stands and bounce off the seats, and it'll be chased down on the top of the dugout. Three balls, two strike. The count goes full.
3: I love hearing the crowd noise. It's
1: great, isn't it? Yes, it is. Cougs have dropped a four in a row in this venue, looking to get one back. Full count, one out, bottom three. Sterner, again a foul back, and so four straight losses. This being the fifth, and in these five games, Tucket, the score right now is thirty-nine to nine in Gonzaga's favor. It's just been, it's been, just a series of unfortunate events.
3: Well, in two thousand seventeen, it was I think we had forty something walks in the three games. Wow. That was I mean we walked that many hitters. It just made it for a rough, rough weekend.
1: Full count delivery here from Sterner. The look back at second, and he walked him. So Ernie Yake has now reached base safely in 19 consecutive games. Well, and the bases have at, uh, now have Sterling at second and Yake at first.
3: Yeah, Greg, that's not the worst walk. You had first base open, and so now you still have the double play in order. He's such a good hit, uh, good hitter that you don't want to. You can't just throw it down the middle on three two. You still have to attack your pitch. But with first base open, give them the walk and then get your double play ground ball right here and get out of this
1: inning. See if the Kooks can do just that. Empty count, one out, bottom three. Sterling on second, Yake on first. And Guthrie Morrison, the center fielder, steps in. Right-handed hitting Morrison. Righty thrower, Sterner. First and second, one out. High, ooh, top of, the, top of the zone. The fans thought it was a ball. The umpire said, that's a strike to me. And that's 0-1 from Sterner. Yeah, you'll take
3: that benefit call right there. Borderline pitch.
1: It's always good when it goes your way. <laughs> yeah. Guthrie Morrison hitting 364 with runners in scoring position, as Sterling is right now. 0 1. Jack comes set. Outside for ball one. One ball, one strike from Sterner. Guthrie Morrison struck out swinging in the first inning. In fact, Jack got the first two hitters he saw tonight on swinging strikeouts. One out, bottom three, count even, one and one. Waving the bat over his right shoulder is Morrison. The throwback to first got away from Freddie, and both runners will move up a base. So the pickoff attempt turns into second and third with one out. You're in the bottom of the third, and now two runners in scoring position. Well, you've got to play catch
3: right there. That ball's got to be caught. Freddie has to catch that ball. He tried to tag before and wasn't able to hold on to it. It was a ball that was... Uh, about chest high, that he tried to tag before he caught it, and it's a big error there by Freddie.
1: So E3 allowing runners to advance, and the count stays one and one to the number two hitter, fourth hitter of this inning, Guthrie Morrison. Chopper, Peyton handles off one hop, comes home, and the tag is made. Got him!
3: Wow, good pick by Chase because Peyton threw that ball in the dirt, and Chase had to pick it and get the tag down. Close play. I'm not sure if he beat that or not, but all I know is there's no replay, and the umpire called him out. No force
1: had to make the tag, and Taylor did, so a fielder's choice will allow Morrison to reach. He's at first, moving to third on the play. And I think the umpire
3: missed that call, Greg, on the replay. Mm. The foot had gotten there before the tag was down, so...
1: Well, the umpire missed a call in the Zags' favor earlier, so the Cougs get one back. Now it's first and third with two outs. Sterling thrown out at home. Yake is now now at third.
3: Two down. Bear down right here, Jack. Find a way. Well, and the thing about that there, if there wasn't the error, that was the double play ball that you were looking for right there that would have got you out of the inning.
1: Stay 1-0. Yake at third. Morrison at first on the fielder's choice. And the choice from Peyton Cole was to come home. And the 5-2 put out takes Sterling out of the play and keeps this a one-run game. 1-0 Zags. The hitter is Brett Harris. Harris popped up to second in the first. He hits now in the third with his team up one. One ball, no strikes, and two out from Sterner to Harris. Jack kicks and fires outside away from the right-handed hitting Harris. for ball two, and Chase Taylor will trot out to the mound to have a conversation.
3: Yeah, trying to settle him down. He's missed two fastballs running away, down and away. Got to lock back in right here.
1: What kind of relationship would Chase Taylor have making a first start at catcher? Well, well, Chase catches these
3: guys in the bullpen every single day and in scrimmages, and so they have a really good relationship. And, And the guys like Chase. Chase is a hard worker. He's kind of got a, you know a
1: grinder-type mentality, and, and the guys like it. So, Two balls, no strikes to Harris, the number three hitter, the third baseman. Runners on the corners. Ball gets away from Chase Taylor, and Yake will score. Advancing to second on the play is Guthrie Morrison. Two-nothing Zags. We go wild pitch or pass ball there, Tuckett.
3: Well, it's it's in the dirt, and so you normally will go wild pitch on that, but that's a ball that that Chase has to block. You know the changeup is coming. You have to block that, and uh, wasn't able to keep that in front. You have to do whatever it takes to smother that ball. So on 3-0, they're going to intentionally walk.
1: So an intentional base on balls to Harris. So Morrison at second, Harris at first, and Rando will step in as the Zags make it 2-0. They haven't officially scored that play yet on our monitor, but it is first and second, two out, and the Zags with a two-run lead, 2 nothing, bottom three. So Yake trotting home from third as the ball got away from Chase Taylor, and this one skips to Chase. He throws back to second, and just sliding back in ahead of it is Guthrie Morrison, so, Taylor tried to gun out Morrison, diving back as the ball got away from but stayed in front of Chase Taylor on that throw from Sterner. One ball, no strikes, two out. First and second here in the bottom of the third already. One run across for the Zags. It's a 2 0 lead for the home team. It's scored a wild pitch, but one you wouldn't be surprised if Taylor had come up with.
3: Yeah, well, anytime it, it hits the dirt, scorers usually go a wild pitch, yeah. even though. When when the pitch is being called, a changeup, you you know as a catcher that it's coming, and you've got to expect to
1: to try to smother that pitch. The 1-0. High for ball two. So Jack missing high, and it's two balls, no strikes, and two out. Bottom three. Gonzaga has scored once in the second, once in the third. And Michael Bradshaw will now make a visit to the mound along with catcher Chase Taylor. Cook's just trying to keep things from getting totally sideways here in the third we saw a couple innings get away from BYU last night
3: yeah it's about minimizing this obviously we've had the air and the wild pitch that scored a run in this inning the little things right that we've got to be able to play catch and do the simple things that so many times this year we haven't done and that's the frustrating part because Greg this group is talented young men they're, they're really good players but for some reason the simple things at times they just really struggle with
1: both teams with an error. Gonzaga, by the way, that Brett Harris error earlier in the game at third base, they're the number nine fielding percentage team in the country coming into tonight. And for Harris, that was only his second error of the season at the hot corner. He was fielding 991 coming into this evening.
3: Well, and Jack's just all of a sudden just lost yeah, it. Yeah, he's gone
1: to 3-0. Yeah, and,
3: and we've seen this, you know, a few times in these starts, you know. His tempo's getting slower. He's not as confident up there. He's trying to feel
1: for it. Look for a take here from Rando, and he will take. And, oh, he took a step toward first base, but the strike call. And, again, there's no official stat on this, but, you know, anecdotally, 3-0 takes almost invariably end up a 3-1.
3: Yes, they do. Well, 3-1 pitch the big pitch right here.
1: Got to try to get out of this inning right here. Three balls, one strike, two out, bottom three, first and second for the Zags. Stirner glanced back at second to Guthrie Morrison that's swung on and fouled out of play down the first baseline onto the pathway beyond the fencing and beyond the parked cars and there are a good number of cars that are in play when it comes to foul balls down the first baseline takes a little more of a reach to get them down the third baseline but either way cars aren't too far away from uh, balls being laced out of the enclosure here in Spokane three and two full count two out runners on the move and that's hit to center Jogging back a few steps as Mitch McIntyre hitting in the air to center, and Mitch will handle it for the third out of the inning. But one run crosses for Gonzaga in the bottom of the third. One run on one hit. There was an error, and two are left on. We go to the top of the fourth. Gonzaga 2, BYU 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.